Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's the end of the show show. 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 Hi, and welcome to Gregor's End of the Show Show, summing up what went down in Seattle for the nerds and on the internet every weekday morning. I am Gregor. Hi! Host of Mornings here on 1077 The End. We do nerd talk in the news. We're still doing the full 90 Soccer Time podcast, believe it or not. There's no soccer going on, but we find things to complain about. Don't worry. Same terrible jokes, too. All right, here we are. <laughs> Hope you had a weekend. I don't even say good weekend. I just hope that you can differentiate between the week and the weekend at this point. Everyone's been locked down so much. I had a friend who posted something really interesting that I wanted to go over. Just a lot of these dumb Facebook things that pops up. I was reading some posts for and against reopening the country and realized those wanting to reopen are being classified as selfish. However, aren't those that rely on all kinds of people to supply them while they cower in fear at home being selfish too? <laughs> all right. Hold on. There's two different points about this. One, I don't think people are cowering in fear. I think that they're taking the medical advice of scientists to stay away from each other so that way we don't overwhelm our healthcare system, right? If the hospitals can't function because we overfill them, then more people die unnecessarily. If we stay at home, then we limit our contact and that happens. However, that being said, it goes on to talk about how like we sit in our houses and we still expect for the trash to be picked up, meaning that there's a few more people that have to come out and do their jobs. We expect for the shelves to be stocked at the grocery store. Those are people that have to come out and do their jobs. We expect that there's someone to ring us up at the grocery store, that they better have rice next time I go. Where's my toilet paper? All these things start to add up. And those are all people that have to do those jobs. Otherwise, we're kind of like left hanging. It's a really interesting to be able to work from home and still have a job and everything like that, I could see it being very easy to forget, to lose sight of the fact that there's so many moving pieces that make it possible. Now, what I'm thinking is that in the future, the people that are essential to keep us going need to be reevaluated. To me, it does not feel like somebody, and it doesn't feel like, I don't know, a weed shop or something like that. Like, I get it, and don't get mad at me about the weed stores. I don't actually care that they're open or not, whatever. But the idea that the frontline worker that's making sure that we have food, that's a human necessity. Maybe in the future we figure out how to make sure these people are better taken care of. I've always been a person who grew up with a mom for a teacher who didn't get paid enough for putting in an insane hours, and you're like teaching the next generation to be great, right? And I've always thought like teachers should be the highest paid. Doctors, teachers, everyone else just kind of figure it out. I didn't understand that perspective of like 
The grocery store is the most important asset that we have right now. They could shut down hardware stores and make it so only contractors can get in or something like that. And I like would might be mad about it, but like fine. It's really interesting. And it's more complex than that, because people who run these industries can be like, no, 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 it's important for this reason. Okay, I get it. It's just the people that are making the fifteen to twenty five dollars an hour have a lot harder time making the pieces move when they're forced to go in and put themselves in the risk of danger. And I just have mad respect for that. And I hope in the future we don't forget it. I assume we will because I assume we're headed towards some sort of like global world war or something awful like that. Yeah? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Here's some potato-related news for you. It's a headline from CNN.com. Belgians asked to eat twice the amount of frites during coronavirus pandemic. (laughs) I didn't realize that Belgium... (laughs) I guess they should have, is the Idaho of Europe. That's where they produce a ton of potatoes, and while we make them at home a lot and stuff, Belgians often get them at like um, at a snack stand, or there's like special frit shops, a friteria. <laughs> is that what it's called? That would be awesome. And they're surplusing all these all these potatoes, what they call frites, french fries. Um, they're surplusing all of them, and they're running out of storage area because no one's buying them. So the Belgians are like, yo... Hey, everybody at home, we're going to need you to eat some more potatoes. This sounds like a dream come true in my house. I think my wife's favorite food is potatoes. And then, of course, since her child eats her cooking, he loves potatoes. I love a potato. I had some this morning in a breakfast burrito. They were delicious. Belgium's got a good problem there. I mean, that and half the country is covered in crime, but (laughs) anyway, (laughs) LOL. All right. How are we looking at coronavirus on this Monday, huh? Is there any good news? Let's get some of the stats and then some more stuff here. In case you missed it, it's the news. Today in coronavirus, 13,500 confirmed infections in Washington state, including one shy of 750 deaths. Sad stuff. You can expect some form of social distancing, which is actually physical distancing, to last through summertime, according to the White House. I mean, then again, the same White House speculated on whether or not we could just inject disinfectants to rid ourselves of COVID-19, which you can't. So who knows? But buckle up for a social distancing summer, which sounds like a way worse movie idea than Wet Hot American Summer. Okay. The USS Kidd, not named after the basketball great Jason Kidd I checked, is headed back to Everett after a breakout of COVID-19 on board the destroyer is crippling the ship. Yikes. Some construction work will resume today across Washington as the governor lifts restrictions. Some construction work down the street from my house never stopped. Not sure how that works. A story at comonews.com says half the workers at a Wenatchee orchard have tested positive for coronavirus. Hey, remember over the weekend when you were too close together with other people and you're like, ah, it's outside, we're fine. Yeah, tons of people are still getting it. Then you take it home and give it to everyone. And we're all battling quarantine together, right? Well, over the weekend, some white rapper kid got out his guitar, invited his friends, including Blink-182's Travis Barker, to cover some Nirvana songs. And boy, was I skeptical until he blew my freaking mind. Post Malone and friends played a 15-song set of my favorite Nirvana songs. We're talking kicking things off with Frances Farmer, We'll Have Her Revenge on Seattle, Breed, Lounge Act, and more. Like, if you're a snotty Nirvana fan, this set list bangs! You gotta check it out, 1077theend.com. You just got news. I want to take a second now to talk about a show that's on Disney or something. I'm watching it via stream, but it's The Clone Wars. It's a cart- It's that cartoon show, as my wife says, that I'm watching. Yeah, the Star Wars cartoon show. Fine. 
They did seven seasons and then abruptly got cut off. It must have been because of that sale to Disney or something like that. Well, they've been thrown one final season and now we're ten episodes in. And boy, did it start boring. Boring! Ugh. I was not a fan. I was like, why did I like this so much? But like every other time I've watched it, it starts a little slow for the kids and then it works into some like serious stuff. A few things. You need to watch episodes 9 and on. There's four final episodes, 9, 10, 11, 12, because they are awesome. There's some characters in there that never were in the movies or even were in the movies for just a, a second, and they're great. Ahsoka Tano is totally created in the cartoon world. And it's incredible. It really advances the story. It's way better than like the prequels or episode nine or anything. Very cool. I won't spoil it for you because there's neat stuff that happens, but wow. If you're not watching Star Wars The Clone Wars, you're missing out. At least again, episodes nine, 10, and 11, and 12. We're only on 10 now, so 11 comes out Friday, 12 the following week. Put that Disney Plus subscription that you got for $6 a month or whatever to good use here. (laughs) They're releasing the whole Skywalker saga as well. On May the 4th, I guess they're going to have all of them up. Is that right? I just saw the headline for it. Someone confirm that for me. All right. So I don't. (laughs) I used to play this game called Star Wars Galaxies, massively multiplayer online role play game, right? And, you know, you would do little tasks and get little money for it and then go do this and buy some armor and then pew, 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 get a ship, you know, that stuff. Then they, like, changed it and everything. Okay, so whatever. In this game, though, somebody, this is the first time I had seen it because this is the first time the scope had been that big. This is back in 2005, six maybe. Somebody did some economics reports to show how credits worked within it and how, like, there was, like, a whole economy to this game. Because there's so many people, individuals, on there trading with one another and everything. And you can see how money moved around. At some point, someone hacked the banking system and stole a ton of credits. And it, like, destroyed the economy because it flooded it with all this money that wasn't supposed to be there. It was crazy. It's crazy. Someone, like, people did papers on it and stuff. It's nuts. Well, now there's a new game that is incorporating this. And I think it might be the most simple economics lesson on something that I never really understood. Nerd talk, nerd talk, talking about nerd talk, yeah! Look, I thought the following was a joke until I saw it all over the video game internet today. Nintendo has slashed interest rates in the insanely popular game Animal Crossing. They're trying to encourage players to stop hoarding the game's money, called bells, using them to collect interest, and rather get out there and start spending it. Oh, so that's what that means! This might be the simplest yet most effective economics lesson ever! Thanks, Nintendo! Online piracy is running rampant during the shelter-in-place order that's surrounding our country and many others around the world. Pirates, and I guess they're parrots, can't go sailing right now, so they're ripping off movies, music, and software, says a study by London-based Muso. That's a different type of pirate, dummy. Ah. Seafaring ones are still swashbuckling. But as we're stuck at home, people are stealing a lot more from the digital world. Remember when you used to rent movies and stuff, and at the beginning it would be like, if you duplicate this, the FBI is going to kill your family. Oh, I remember... And finally, haptic feedback. That's what makes your phone feel like you're actually clicking something. You ever turn off your phone and then you realize that that button doesn't do anything? Yeah, it's wild how good it is. Well, haptic feedback is being used to give back a sense of touch to amputees. How cool. Now, we're either going to end up with awesome robot-like Luke Skywalker hands or get wildly distracted when the porn world gets their paws on it. Hey, why not both? I mean, it's... Wait, no. Do not say the next joke. 
talk, nerd talk, talking about nerd talk, yeah! Thanks for hanging out this morning and every morning or whenever you listen to this, the end of the show show. Couldn't have done it without you. Listening. Thank you. Tell a friend. You, miss, you missed out on the show this morning on 1077 The End? You can catch the stuff I did, plus a little bit more and some opinions here. Okay, bye! The end of the end of the show show! The end of the end of the show show! The end of the show show! The end of the show show! Thanks! We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.